and welcome back to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative health and holistic wellness. Well, last week, I hope some of you heard our interview. We had a fascinating interview with Dr. Joyce Michael Flynn about turning tragedy into triumph. She's the author of a book by that title, Associate Professor of Nursing at Sacramento State, and developer of a recovery system she calls Metahabilitation. Well, as a result of that interview, we received an interesting call from one of our viewers. Yes, we did. Let's take a listen. Hi, uh, my name is Doug, and last week you interviewed uh, Joyce Michael Flynn, I believe is her name, about getting over trauma. Uh, In that interview, she mentioned having a near-death experience, and I was interested in knowing more about that experience and how it changed your life. That's a really good question. And in fact, in last week's interview, Judy and I had to restrain ourselves from asking Joyce too much about her near-death experience because last week we wanted to focus on her guidance about how we can all deal with continuing incidents of trauma in our life from wildfires to hurricanes to a Las Vegas shooting to now a Manhattan truck attack. But Doug's question spurred us to make time in today's show to talk with Joyce about her near-death experience and how she dealt with it and what the rest of us might learn from that. So we're pleased now to welcome back to Healing Quest, Joyce Michael Flynn. Thanks for joining us today. No, I'm happy to be back. Probably in more ways than one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Good one. Literally. As we said, we got a call from a listener, and they were they were heard the show last week, and they wanted to hear more about your near death experience. So, can you tell us a, a few of the details about what was that really like for you? And what yeah, what happened? Fortunately, I don't remember a lot of what happened for a while, and in many uh, for a long while. In many ways, I think that that was actually a good thing because I think I would have been more focused on seeing the light and doing, and that would have almost distracted me from the work that I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I will tell you about having died and come back is that um, things are not always, oh, you feel so wonderful right at the beginning. Hmm. It's very confusing. Hmm. It's very scary because you don't know, will this happen again? What if it happens again, and I'm not going to come back next time? And I think that's one of the things that people, when they see movies or they get this notion that, oh, somebody came back from death and they have all this lovely, wonderful life there, it wasn't like that. Now, how did it happen? As I recall, I think you said you had a drowning experience. Yeah, so I was at a... uh, I'm doing triathloning and marathoning, and I was at our children's uh, championship swim meet, and they had an adult relay, and I have zero memory of any of this because I have retrograde amnesia, but I still had this adult relay. I grabbed my husband and a couple people and said, come on, we're going to swim this, and I've been training a lot. I said, I'm going to swim the last lap because I'm the fastest. So I got in the pool and finished at the side of the pool that was 13 feet deep. And apparently what happened is I did finish, and the timer said, do you need help out? And I said no, and I just sunk to the bottom of the pool, and people realized I wasn't surfacing. So my husband dove to the bottom of the pool, got me to the top, and luckily, since there were a lot of kids there, there were a lot of parents there, and there were some emergency room physicians and, and cardiac nurse specialists, and oh, um, they came over and recognized, in fact, Stuart Greeny, a local physician, came over and realized that my heart had stopped and I wasn't breathing and started CPR then, and I received 22 minutes of CPR at the poolside, 
was at Jesuit High School. So they landed, when they got my heart going, they landed a helicopter in the football field at Jesuit and life flighted me over to UC Davis. And that's where I hit the ER. And then I was on a respirator and in ICU for a little over a week and then out of ICU. And yeah, so Mm -hmm. yeah, it was very confusing time. It was a very um, scary time. And obviously because of the extended CPR, I had some brain injury and so coming back from that so I mean now that it's been in even a a couple of years after my accident I obviously look back and I appreciate what happened and I wouldn't change a thing but I think the thing that you have to remember is once you just come back I think whether you see the light or not it's an unsettling situation for a while. It seems to me like in really good physical shape if you're competing in these events so you had no I guess, inkling at all of of a possible heart problem. No, and nobody, uh, you know, that was the other thing that came about because nobody could quite figure out exactly what happened. There's some theories around what potentially happened, but I went to a variety of cardiologists, and one of the, um, I finally went to a cardiologist at Stanford, and um, he's you know, specialty is electrophysiology of the heart. So it's some electrical issue of my heart. Mm. And he just looked at me and he said, well, first of all, I just want to tell you, you are the luckiest person I've ever met in my life. I've never seen anybody who had that much CPR and resuscitation who's actually alive, sitting up and talking to me. And then the other thing he said, and I think this is probably the best thing I can tell people who come back from that. He said, your life has changed forever. Your Mm. life is not the same. Mm. And you get to choose how to live that life. And those choices are yours. And that was so empowering because I was constantly being told that I wasn't ever going to participate in sports again. I was not going to do that. And I really wanted to get back into my life. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And we're talking with Joyce Michael Flynn about her near-death experience, how she's recovered, and what all of us might learn from what she went through. So the doctor said to you that your life will never be the same. So how did that experience change your life? It changed my life in a lot of ways. It uh, woke me up to try and focus on um, really what is it I can do instead of focusing on all the things I couldn't do. Mm -hmm. Um, It helped me recognize um, that part of the healing process was a letting go. Mm -hmm. And there were just some things that weren't going to happen for me the way I thought they could. But in when I finally let go, what I recognized, well, letting go of these things opened doors to other things that I hadn't thought about before. And so once I started getting that insight, um, that helped. The other thing about your life will never be the same, I'm pretty independent, pretty type A person. And one of the things that was absolutely clear to me that helped me the most was I recognized this was bigger than anything I had ever dealt with in my life before. And I was not going to get through this by myself. Mm. I wasn't. I was going to have to ask for, which is really hard, but I was going to have to ask for and accept help. The website for your Metabilitation Recovery System says your goal is to help people who have had a major trauma experience experience a higher level of functioning than they had before the trauma. Do you think you have a higher level of functioning now? So many ways. Okay. Spiritually, emotionally, relationships, 
academically, absolutely. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And Where can they find out more about your work, right. Joyce? So again, go to www.metahab, that's M-E-T-A-H-A-B, metahab.com. And uh, it has, my whole website has lots of resources for you there. And just a reminder that Joyce wrote the book, Turning Tragedy into Triumph. And that's about her near-death experience and how it did change her life. Thank you for coming back this week. We appreciate it, and it's great to hear your story. And don't forget, a podcast of today's radio show is available along with other Healing Quest shows at kfbk.com, on the iHeartRadio app, and at healingquest.tv. Or I like to just Google Healing Quest iHeart Podcast, and all of the shows come up. So there you go. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and and tell us your personal story. And if you've had a near-death experience, we'd really like to hear about that. Or ask us another good question like Doug did. That's right. Or call our listener line at 877-544-4827. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on KFBK and iHeart Radio. 